Hi everyone, welcome back to the healing series with Amira. Today I have a lovely guest, a lovely friend of mine. Her name is Rekia Okoro. I think we met in 2014 through her husband, who's one of my dear, dear friends, George. Um, and I'm looking forward to, you know, her sharing her healing journey with us. And over to you, Rekia. <laughs> Hi, Amira. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, Okay, so I'm glad to be here. When Amira reached out to me, if it was like a confirmation to something I was praying about at the time, like I told you. Yeah. So I think um, God is very mindful of us. Absolutely. We don't. We take that for granted. We really don't understand how mindful of us He is. You know, when they say He knows every strand of our hair, it's literal. Um. So. I have so many testimonies, honestly. So when Abira told me about this, I was I was writing and cancelling. I'm like, okay, I'll talk about this one. I'll talk about this one. But I said, you know what? I'll just let God guide Absolutely. when I get here. Um, my very first encounter with God, I'll say, is when I was really young. Um, I remember I was very prayerful. I remember when we were having like family gatherings, events, you know, large crowds and they would put me on the table. Literally, I was really wow. young in my party bubble dress and they'll put <laughs> me on the table and I'll be praying. And I'm like, growing up now, I was like, hmm, for people to actually think that highly of me then, that mm. means God must have been instrumental in that. But you know, as you grow older, you start drifting away because of the world. You start... Yeah getting to university having fun partying and then you now start sliding you know because yeah. i literally remember telling god that see whatever assignment you have for me is not now i'm not ready for <laughs> it because sometimes i'll have dreams and then i'll see them happen and i'm like mm -mm, no i'm not please i still want to party i still want to enjoy my <laughs> life and all that you know so it was something else yeah but then I realized that when you have something, no matter where you go, where you hide, it's his choice. Yeah. He'll ultimately. Fish you out. Yes. When you have a calling upon exactly. your life, he'll definitely So no matter how you run, you know, and one thing I'm, I tell people now, like people who come to me, because people find it very easy to open up to me mm. for some strange reason. Like we can be partying in the club or at a wedding yeah. and somebody will just sit down next to me and start telling me their life story and i'm like okay and i'm just <laughs> quiet and i'll listen and i'll say my own bit but one thing i've fully realized is that no matter who you are where you are it doesn't matter you know, like in the Bible, God used so many different kinds of people, yeah. thieves, prostitutes, everybody. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people that don't think of your backstory because some people are like, ah, Ricky, if you know the things I've done, if you know, I'm like, it doesn't matter. You know, God he, can use anyone. Yes. Mm -hmm. Once you've accepted, okay, I've done wrong. I apologize. It's like in real life too. Once mm -hmm. you accept you've done wrong, you apologize to somebody. They might not forget but you just feel lighter in yourself. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same way you should just go to God, have a conversation with him and tell him. So for me, I remember all those partying, 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 and then I fell ill. Mm. It was a very long journey because I just became from 
like 100 to zero yeah and everybody stayed dropping off dropping off so you start questioning okay where were those people when you really needed them because mm. it was just literally just family and those few friends that still stuck by that will still yeah. come to the house even when i'm sick they will still drag me and say okay Norikia, let's go yeah. let's okay let's just go to a movie let's you know yeah. and at that time i think i really reflected a lot because this was when i was in university so i lost years of school yeah. so it also affected me mentally because every all my mates were pacing ahead and i was yeah. still you know but then i realized sometimes i even had this conversation with a friend yesterday i realized that sometimes god just stops you in your track mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. he knows he has already seen ahead yeah because sometimes i maybe if i didn't fall ill a lot of things that are happening for me now wouldn't have been happening because Very i would true. have been maybe lost yeah you know yeah but i'm really thankful for that So I'll say that's my very first testimony mm-hmm. and I remember the scripture then that held me was that um I think it was some 13 and planted by the rivers of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I would flourish. Yeah. I would grow and I will heal because if you are you are planted by the river even when the river dries up it what I will still come um, back there. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I always held on to that scripture that believing that okay, I'm just ill for now, but my I will flourish. Yeah. You Better know? days are Better ahead. Better days are ahead and joy comes in the morning. Yeah. So that was a really trying period for me and it was only God because there was no hospital I didn't go to internationally mm-hmm. and finally it just told me oh you just have a bleeding ulcer that was mismanaged oh wow you know and it was crazy because I was battling with this thing for like 3 4 5 6 years oh my god yes in and out in and out in and out i know because you're in school you'll be eating bad yes, you know yes. my diet was poor mm-hmm. but nobody would say oh that was the reason and you know one day something i just told god you know god i'm just tired mm. i'm not taking any medication anymore mm-hmm. my mom too stood in faith with me she said no more let's trash all these things and that was yeah. it for me yeah you know i think that was my very first major testimony mm-hmm. because we had traveled abroad they had said all sorts oh no we have to cut her open we have to do this and we just saw the very first doctor she said i should go and do an endoscopy yeah and when they did it she just said oh that's just it you have a bleeding also that's all just take your medication for ulsa when you feel funny you know manage it and that yeah. was it you know yeah. so for me it was a big testimony you know i can i can absolutely relate mm-hmm. to that because i went through a similar situation mm-hmm. um not so much a misdiagnosis but um the scar on my forehead mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when the accident happened um you know post surgery they had said i was going to be epileptic i was very young when it happened they said mm-hmm. i was going to be epileptic i was supposed to have like a metal plate put into my forehead because mm-hmm the bone had completely shattered mm-hmm. and i remember that i had this huge bag of medication and even being so young i can also relate to your mm-hmm. your story mm-hmm. of being used and called by god at that very young age because i used to be i was a i was like a child pastor or minister mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. redeem mm-hmm. when i was younger mm-hmm. um i was in the choir I used to pray and lead, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh praise and worship and things like that even at home. So when it happened, when the accident happened, I remember saying to my mom one day, 
you know, this is after they had said everything and we were just waiting for me to be stable enough to leave Nigeria. So I said to her, mom, do you think that there's spare, spare parts in heaven? Mm -hmm. And she said, yes, I'm pretty sure there's spare parts mm -hmm. in heaven. Ask Jesus, ask God to heal you. Tell him what you want. And I remember I just kept praying that prayer, like, God, I know that you have spare parts mm -hmm. in heaven, please. I don't want to have to have a metal plate mm -hmm. in my head, you know? And um, we, we get to the hospital in Liverpool. There's this huge bag of medication. I can still smell it. That's how bad That's it is. Like, I'm sure you yeah. can relate to mm -hmm. that. You can still smell it. And um, <laughs> we get there. And they leave me in this like manipulative corner where they watch how I'm playing with things. And the doctor's thinking, mm, well, her cognitive like mm -hmm. reasoning is quite good. Um, so they put me through this machine where they check you know, I think they were trying to measure it out to see what size the metal plate would be and all of that. And the doctor just came back and said, oh, your bone has grown back. And I was like, wow. I was over the moon, mm -hmm. but I don't think I really understood the magnitude mm -hmm. of that. For mm -hmm. me, it was just mm -hmm. that bag of medication that no, I yeah, desperately wanted to, <laughs> to get rid of. So I was mm -hmm. like, oh, so does this mean I don't have to take this anymore? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, you don't have to take it anymore. I literally chucked it in the bin at that hospital. And, and that, that was, was that. It. I've never been epileptic. I've never had mm -hmm. any of the things that doctors have said. So I can completely relate to just, you know, being in a situation where really and truly God shows you that he's all that you have. He's all that you have. Yeah. And that, you know, doctors can give you false reports all mm -hmm, the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, sometimes it may even be right, but the miracle of God That's can just God. transform mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I make it a business to just focus on his own reports concerning my yes. life in every area, not just health-wise, mm -hmm. in terms of my marriage, in terms of my children, mm -hmm. in terms mm -hmm. of my relationships with people, I I focus on his mm -hmm. reports. Yeah, because yeah. like, for me also recently, okay, well, I mean, not jump. <laughs> you know, in like you said, in marriage and everything, you know, sometimes, thankfully I'm married, so I'm sure you understand a lot. Yeah, yeah. You battle. It's a battle, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, you it know, and they say, when you get married oh no he's going to be like is it lie nobody's <laughs> own nobody nobody has gone through yours no it's trust different. me Every, you know and then when you different. go around seeking for advice you go to your sister your mom everybody will tell you based off their own experience yeah you know yeah some would say hey you know that's how men are oh that's how your in-laws are yeah oh that's how you know you that's how you two you are like that yeah you know and then sometimes you try to change people I think on that's where own. a lot of, of it oh, goes yes. wrong. Especially, I think, on yeah. the female side. Yeah. We think, oh, we, we can change. Don't worry if we get angry or if we <laughs> pack our things or if we do this. Trust me. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. So I just realized just settling everything at the feet of God has really helped my marriage. Yeah. Um, sometimes it seems like it's not happening. You know, we humans, we want it now, 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 now. now. In how sad you say, shy as magani, shy as you know, that yep, kind of thing. Yep. Like, you just want it done. Yeah. But no, God has a purpose. So sometimes when you go through some things, I also feel like he's teaching either you or your spouse yeah. something, yeah. you know. And then it's not always about the battle, you know. Mm -hmm. It's about 
what you learn the lesson at the, the end lesson of it. at the end of it yeah so i think in my marriage it's just god not that there's any big issue yeah. but you know in every marriage it's human interaction yes, right and if you're living with someone mm-hmm. building a life with two someone, different backgrounds it's bound to there's bound dif- to be a uh, bit of friction you know, two different upbringing yeah so there's bound to be that so that's god yeah. and then lastly in friendships yeah. you know recently i was talking to a very dear friend of mine and i was telling her i was like hmm do you think god was just listening to me when some certain things happened in like my friendship dynamics yeah. and she was like rikia you know you when you talk to god later you come and be saying eh, but that's not how i asked for it but then <laughs> you cannot select yeah how you want it to be because mm-hmm. i remember when i was pregnant with my baby last year i was telling god god reevaluate my friends mm. because i had gotten to a place where i just really wanted to be with him yeah you know so i asked him i said for those who you know are holding me back in my walk with you yeah. or you, i feel are not on the same path or bring to me those who are on, on the same yeah. level with me yeah. at this point you know this time mm. and he did just that yeah like the friends that have always been there and all of a sudden were way closer because now we have more to talk about mm. you know so i feel that's also a very great testimony because when you when you when you're growing in life you have to have the right people absolutely it, because if you don't then you <laughs> you could easily fall on the wayside yes. i can i can totally relate to the last two things you mm-hmm. said so in terms of marriage what i've realized is that it really is a refining process you know being able to nurture the relationship and grow mm-hmm. and manage children even in mm-hmm. the mix of mm-hmm. all of mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it really does take the grace of god and in terms of friendship it's so interesting that you said that you said to god like you know bring the right people my way yeah. or remove the wrong ones um this year i started off and my prayer was god please just protect me from the people that i think i trust and the people that <laughs> fell away in fact i wasn't ready for the answer exactly, for that ex- for, that's that how prayer. i felt that's how i, was I just felt like, Whoa, mm-hmm. that's how i felt is, i was like that's exactly, not what i asked this for this is not what yeah. i was expecting yeah. So I mean yeah there's certain prayers you don't mm-hmm. say until you're ready yeah, for ready. the answers. But then I feel um, he also guides you to that that stage you know because it's um you can't be on a setting journey and somebody wants to go to for example literally somebody wants to go to Kaduna yeah. and you're meant to be going to Lagos. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You, you can't see, say okay let's go that way and I so, I can I also see mm. the point you made where you know the the friends that you had the ones you became closer with mm-hmm. I see those even the bible says iron sharpeneth iron yes. you know so those godly alliances he brings them about he facilitates those there's mm-hmm. so many people that I've come across just this year that have completely transformed my life mm-hmm. in a way that you know relationships that I've had for 10 15 20 all my life mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. and that's just happened so you know being aligned with him is so key it's so so key I don't I've never really had many friends. Um I think mm-hmm, I've always mm-hmm. been able to count them on one hand. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so now even just 
realizing that with God, even if it's just the one friend you have, you're that's good. It, yeah. You know, um, and that that's that's mm -hmm. just one of the most beautiful things about having a relationship with Him. Um, all of these things you've shared, you know, it's all nice, it's all good. People expect it like this, but they fail to ask themselves, do I have an active relationship with God? with God? Do I have an intimate relationship with him? Because, you know, calling on the name of Jesus doesn't work just because you've mm -hmm. called the name. It's, mm -hmm. do you know him? Does he know you? But another um, thing is, I sorry to cut you no, short, no, is I fine. feel in our generation, there's a lot of um, misconception Mm. You know, growing up, depending on the church or how your parents were relating to God, yeah. some people feel, oh, I need to fast for 10 days yes. first before God yeah. will understand, God yeah. will hear me. Or I need to go to the mountain. Yeah. I need to, I mean, all those things, I'm not taking it away. Yeah. You They're know? valid depending yes, on the exactly. circumstances. But yeah. then the way I have my relationship with God is I'm wasn't go behind the curtain and oh god yeah. no i just converse with him in the yes, way that you and i exactly. are exactly and sometimes That's... i tell people it's just in my heart mm -hmm. like now i can as we're sitting down i can just be talking to him in my mm -hmm. heart because mm -hmm. he sees and he knows yeah you know and then just let it be yeah. you know because it's there once you ask forget about it mm -hmm. but every day human nature will go back knocking Asking so have you done it thing. have you done it have you done it no just give it time so so i'm glad you brought that up because it says um for anything you ask and believe i think people forget the and believe part yes. once you've believed it it's done you leave it you don't come back and keep mm -hmm. hammering because on that the means same you're thing doubting. so you're doubting i think you know the moment you've prayed for it you believe mm -hmm. it's now it's a case of thanksgiving you just yes. start thanking god for doing it exactly and, and that's what you is move said on. in the bible anyway yeah. so yeah but people it also people don't read the bible Yes, there's a lot of... Um, they just pick what they want. Yes. Especially picking. like the one with the wife. Your wife should submit to you. Oh, yes. They, they cut it they, off. They don't see the love. Yes, they the, don't see The love that, that you're exactly. supposed to exactly. provide just, so that leads know, to the submission. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They don't see that part. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's interesting, you know, because like you said, when you listen to God, when you have a calling... Mm -hmm. You just have to do it. Yeah. You just have to do it. I think even this, doing this podcast mm -hmm. for me was like, oh my goodness, do I really have to do it? Mm -hmm. Do I, Have I even healed? How can I come exactly. here and be saying I'm doing a healing series? Mm -hmm. And I think the response was, as you do it, you, you will heal. heal. Exactly. And as people listen to you, they mm -hmm. will heal. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and do mm -hmm. it. Um, so thank you so much for actually even encouraging me by coming on mm -hmm. and sharing, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. your own journey. Um, are there any Bible passages that you particularly love that are mm -hmm. like just your go-to anytime life is lifing? Mm -hmm. Can mm -hmm. you share them with us? Like I said, Psalm 1-3. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm your go-to one. Planted by the, <laughs> like there's nothing you're going to tell me. When people say, like when they say, oh, Nigeria economy is traveling upside down, that's your business because I am planted, planted by, by the, the river. And not just yeah. any river, yeah. God's river. Yeah. So yeah. that's one. I love that. And one that I'm with now is Psalm 24, 7. Mm -hmm. I'm right. It's, um, I always be in his presence, learning at his feet. Oh, I you love know? that. Yes. So that's, that's so my, beautiful. that's me now, mm -hmm. you know, that's my process now. Mm -hmm. I'm at his feet, listening to him, 
worshipping him, learning from him. Lovely. You know, and then Proverbs 4.18, you know, that the just, there's a shining light at the end of the tunnel. Always, you always grow, grow, grow yeah. until the perfect day. I love so, that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Is there anyone like, you know, worship and yeah, worship, mainly worship mm -hmm. is a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. So is there any song at the moment that you are? So it's strange that I actually worship in your, with Yoruba songs. Oh, wow. Very interesting. If you want to see me rolling yeah. on the floor, crying and expressing yeah. my heart, it's in Yoruba. Wow. You know, um, but recently one song that always just bursts forth is um, Yeshua. Like I can just be walking yeah. and then he just, you know, it's and actually then my son's favorite song. song and then um, <laughs> um, see what the Lord has done. Yeah, because Nathaniel God, Bassey, yes, right? God is doing something every day. Absolutely, I'm sitting down here. He's doing something because I'm breathing. Yeah, it's not yeah. by my might. It's not by anything. Yeah. So see what the Lord has done. Mm -hmm. I think should be everybody's go-to song, song because he's constantly just. Doing. doing when Absolutely. we don't know when we know he's doing it yeah yeah, yeah. thank you so much Rekia. thank you for having me god thank bless you. you and i pray that you know um he, god just perfects everything that concerns you mm -hmm. and your family mm -hmm. and that your healing is permanent mm -hmm. in jesus name thank you Amen. and yours too thank, thank you for you. having me <laughs> thank you so much i hope to be back soon with more yes testimonies. yes please yeah. thank you mm -hmm.